dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. Uh, I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Simon Blanford. Uh, and, and we wish it was the 90s. Um, so welcome to the uh, first ever uh, We Wish It Was The 90s podcast. Um, I, I think I'll just throw it over to Sean um, to, to explain sort of the premise. It was kind of his, um, the name was his idea, so I, I thought Sean would be a good person to sort of talk us through the premise of our pod. Well, obviously, thinking big, when uh, my great mates Sam and Simon came to me and said, we think we should do a podcast on Final Fantasy VII. And I said, obviously, this will be super successful. So once we finish the game, we're going to need a second season. And suggestions were flying around. And when I noticed they were all from the 90s, that's when I realized that all three of us wish it was the 90s. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned Final Fantasy Seven. Um, that's kind of what we're going to start with. Um, and so the first, the, you know, the first series of podcasts, um, we, we're going to all play through Final Fantasy Seven. Um, it's, it's a big, was a big part of um, my, I wouldn't say childhood, but, um, you know, sort of not 10 and up until 20. Um, and, but we're going to come from it from a nostalgic sort of humorous perspective. Long stint, um, 10 to 20. 10 to 20. <laughs> um, and I think in this podcast, we'll kind of discuss our experiences with the game. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the characters um, and we might get some time to talk about uh, walkthroughs. Um, so we, I, don't, I wouldn't say um, we have completed the game hundreds of times. We are big fans of it. Um, but I think we'll just talk about our experiences in general. Um, but but also specifically the '90s when we first played it, um, and I think correct me if I'm wrong, but Sean is probably the most knowledgeable uh, about Final Fantasy. He's probably played it the most. I think that's a really good point to to note that despite being the most knowledgeable of the group, there is a real lack of knowledge here. So uh, we we could well get things wrong. Um, or just clearly not know enough about the game. But that's okay, because that's part of the experience of being an yeah, amateur we're, gamer. We're, we're nerds, but we're probably not Final Fantasy VII nerds, I would say. That's probably a whole other subsection of person. Wonderful person, of course. Um, but yeah, hopefully we will become Final Fantasy VII nerds uh, over the course of the next few weeks, nay, months. Yeah, I, I think we were talking um, a week or so ago, and um, I, I don't really get a, have a great grasp on the story. Uh, I, I know what happens, and but you know, I think Sean, you said something about um, Cloud. You is know, he a clone? <laughs> who is he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> Not quite sure, um, but well, we'll so find out. We will. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to follow the story this time. Um, so Simon, I'd, you know, I don't want to throw you out there, but I, I'd say you'll probably, you've played it the least. Yeah, certainly. Um, so my Final Fantasy journey, uh, when we talk about We Wish It Was The 90s, uh, began aptly enough in the 2000s. Um, 
and thir- third form or year nine, as as even it was called then. Um, Edmund O'Keefe. Uh, what a bloke. One of, one of the great guys. Um, lent me his copy of Final Fantasy for the weekend. Um, and, yeah, I'd never really played anything like Final Fantasy. And sort of... Um, Sam and I, we sort of, uh, we're brothers, by the way, just in case there's someone who's not our friends that will ever listen to this. Um, Sam and I started playing on a Friday, uh, played till we were sort of forced to go to bed by mum and dad. We had no working memory card, uh, which was a minor issue. So we joked about this earlier, but the PlayStation was just left humming, boiling hot all night. We... uh, Got up very early Saturday morning to play it. Um, at some point, I'm sure we had a devastating death and had to start all over again um, because of the no saving. And then, yeah, did the same thing Saturday night. Played it till it was humming hot all night. Um, got up again, played it all Sunday, and then sort of had to accept that the ride was over and just had to turn it off probably about halfway through disc one, I'm guessing. So that was um, my first experience, but... Yeah, I just remember immediately being hooked um, by just sort of the the vastness of it, really, and um, just it was insane to think that the, the amount of time and effort had been spent to create like a video game it was just um, mind blowing, really. We were we were mainly, you know, like a lot of the games we used to play were sport. You know, we'd play a lot of the sport games, um, and so oh, we were jocks. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a way, now we're just nerds. Um, I think, you know, we didn't, we probably didn't have a memory card because the games we played didn't, didn't probably need a memory card. Um, and I'd ne- yeah, I'd never, I, I think the best thing for me from our perspective was, I think you probably did a lot of the playing, um, and, but I had just as a great experience watching. Mm. I have a similar experience. Like I didn't own the game and was having a sleep over it. Uh, one of my great mates growing up, Tony Barnett, and him and his older brother, who would have been about five years older than us, was playing it through. And I just sat there and watched it all weekend and went home and was like, I need this game. I need this game. I'll, I will delete my save file on my memory card of the Rage All-Stars <laughs> to make sure that I can play this game. Yeah, so... I guess that um, I guess that speaks to the story uh, of of the game, which I you know as I, as I've spoken before, I can't really follow it. Um, but did you you've played it since, Sean? And you, and you you speak of playing the remake as well. Yeah, I so I, I I finished it once, and then I think I finished it another time a few years later, and I reckon I've had two or three runs at it unfinished just because of being an old man and life and things like that. And then I I certainly watched Advent Children, the DVD movie. And uh, then I played the, I got the remake last year in the first lockdown and completed it in the second lockdown. My only Final Fantasy VII content that I haven't consumed is Crisis Core, the PSP prequel. 
that by all accounts is a game changer for people who play it because it's all about the character of Zach Fair, who is, you know, he's in some flashbacks and he's mentioned in, in Final Fantasy VII. And so you get, it makes him a bigger deal. But it's interesting, having not played Crisis Core and having some friends who have, they fizz for Zach Fair. Whereas I'm more of like, I'm, I'm, I'm a cloud, even though Cloud's a dick, I'm a cloud guy, you know, he's my guy. I don't even remember who Zach Fair is, so, you know, that's... Um... Has he got black hair or something? Oh, he looks like Cloud, but with black hair. Just the mention yeah. of Advent Children in Crisis Core, you clearly know more than us. <laughs> <laughs> I can lend you Advent Children, it's a sequel. It's not mm, great, I, though. I think I've seen, like, a you, there's, like, a seven-minute YouTube video of them all, like, like, really good graphics, which I really enjoyed. That's about it um, in yeah. terms of... It's certainly not as disappointing as that Final Fantasy movie that came out that I thought was going to be based on Final Fantasy VII and it was just completely different. And I was like, surely you'd make this about Final Fantasy VII, the the greatest game ever made. Absolutely. But yeah, not to be. Don't watch it. I wasn't planning it. (laughs) Did it come out in the 90s? Can't remember. Nah, if it didn't, we don't we don't want to know about it. Yeah. I think what's interesting, I I think probably I do have slightly more knowledge, but geez, I've got a bad memory. <laughs> and so you know, I've played it quite a few times, but like I said, I still don't know what happens in this game. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, can't it's, quite It's a hard ask for anybody with any great memory. I mean, just the, the size of the game. Um there's so many things I think you're naturally going to forget. Um, just so much happens. It's just so vast. I think, I think as a 10-year-old, playing that game the first time and finishing Midgar and coming out into the world map, like Midgar could be a game in, in and of itself. It is. The remake. That could, well, it's, uh, I've, I've played it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, it's just like, and then all of a sudden there's 20 more Midgars to go. Maybe not quite as long as that first playthrough of Midgar, but there is a lot going on, man. There's there's towns that you could go to once and that's it, or you could go to two or three times and have, you know, you can skip whole parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Incredible, really. There are some playable characters that you just don't even need to get. And if you don't know how to get them, you won't. Mm, we'll cover that like in the walkthrough. walkthrough. Yeah. <laughs> um, from my perspective, just going on from what Simon said, I think I think the next, I think then we bought it. Like when it went platinum, I think we bought Final Fantasy, um, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna have a good go at this. Um, but we just had not a lot of idea. Um, I think we ended up with like Red and Vincent in our party and like got to Hojo, couldn't get past him um, and just gave up. I've, I've never completed the game. I've got to the, um, the last sort of cave with you when you get the save crystal uh, twice. And one time my data corrupted on the emulator and the other time I think I just, I don't know what happened. I just didn't, didn't finish it for some reason or another. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to making my way through it and talking about it with you guys. 
there's nothing better than getting into a big fight and putting knights of the round on with four times or whatever it is and just sitting back and watching 20 minutes of those guys hacking away at your enemy <laughs> that's one thing oh, i do that's one thing i remember from with simon was the graphics were just next level not now looking at the, obviously the gameplay graphics it's i can see why people complain about it but the cutscenes like are still pretty impressive like i remember seeing ifrit for the first time the summon and it oh. was just like oh couldn't believe it eh? I think even just when you cut into a battle from running around as a block man and the battle graphics are, are phenomenal, you know, like it's like, I, I, I don't, there's this particular scene um, towards the end of the game and it's a cut scene with the high wind as they're going into um, the Northern Crater. And it's like, I, fe I feel this, even though, you know, as you say, looking now, it's, nothing special at the time it was it certainly was groundbreaking yeah um so yeah as now in our 30s we're really looking forward to uh, having another go at this game uh, uh we we'll, i think we'll we'll look at our characters now um and we proposed something a little bit different um tell the folks at home tell the folks at home sam what uh what what, what we did so we're going to do a bit of a character draft. Um, I just got to jump in right now and say, and I have been hiding this from you guys because I know you're American sport aficionados, but I don't really know how drafts work, and I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> so I'll explain tell, tell to Sean you. how this works then, Sam. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain to Sean. Um, so something that um, my friends and I um, will often do with certain things. So... Um, we're going to take the playable characters and we're going to do a little draft. Now, I've got um, three names that I'm going to pu pull out of a hat. Um, and if your name is first, you get first pick. If you, don't, if you get pulled out second, you get second pick. And if you get um, pulled out third, you're third pick. But it's a, um, it's a snake draft. So if you mm. get the third pick, you get the fourth pick. Um, and then, oh, But if I you see. get the first pick, you get the last pick. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so just knowing that knowing that sean first thoughts what pick do you think you might want if i got to pick first if you got to pick, pick first no no, assume... no 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 oh, what pick what pick oh in the order do you think mm. still not fully understanding how the snake draft system works um <laughs> i'd still like to pick first but you then know that you can't get cloud though you cannot get cloud yeah, I assume so, that Cloud has to be in your team. Yes, that's so, right. yeah, that that's little probably... period where he's KO'd. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so and you yeah, get we're... to pick a two. I see. That's why this draft is so important. And also, so I, because I, I saw you this afternoon, Sam, and I said I'd done no research, and you probably said I, you probably should. But I've written down names, and there are seven names on my list. Yeah. So, um, so Eris. And she will be. Oh, <laughs> let me stop you right there, Sam. I believe her name is Erith. Uh, I will be referring I also, I also to her. Found as out her last, her last name is Gainsborough. Yes, it would be like 
my last name being like Mancini or something. Like, why is Gainsborough is a insane last name for Erith? But anyway, that that's that's fine. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, I don't. I cannot tell you anything about the last name, but I can fill you in on the first name. Eris is a Kate was only on the US release of the game, and was a uh, translation error. Because Aerith is supposed to mean something to do with the earth or life. I can't, like, you know, people are going to be blowing up at me in, in the slacks. But mm -hmm. it'll be long after recording of this. But I know that it's, <laughs> I know that it's, it's a, it's a terrible translation. Sure. And it's supposed to be Aerith. But I'm going to let Sam call it Aerith because he wishes it was the 90s. Simon, you, you'll refer to her as Aerith, won't you? Yeah, I probably will. Um, yeah. Gainsborough is just a name that runs in the ancients, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're from Brixton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, obviously, Cloud can't be selected because he will be um, in all of our uh, parties. Uh, I... You can select Eris if you like, but uh, I'll probably take her off the table as well. Um, oh, whoa, means... spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> I didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Oh, he's it's taking her off the table. There's definitely going to be spoilers. Um, and so that will leave one person or one character that um, cannot be selected, or won't be selected, basically. Um, mm. Mm. Interesting. Got one guess as to who that might be. Yeah, there's a couple out there. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, as I said, Simon, I, I spoke to Simon earlier today, and um, I don't know what you thought the character draft was going to be, Simon. But um... yeah, I miss. I, I really haven't been reading any of the messages in our group chat, obviously, because <laughs> I had no idea that the the draft actually means that those are the players we need to play with throughout the game. I just thought <laughs> yeah. it was some hypothetical. It's going to be pretty tough when you get to that um, that. Genova pre Sephiroth fight on disc three in the Northern Crater, and you actually have to have two teams operating at the same time. Although mm. Final Fantasy VII does give you the luxury of slowly leveling up your players that you don't use as well. Yeah, that's yes. great. So it's an honest system, though, right? It's an, we just have to trust that the pe the people who yeah we draw. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not carrying you on my mission right now, Vincent. But I expect that you are off training. Leveling up. <laughs> I'm not going to be knocking on your doors, uh, checking whether you are in fact playing Kate Sith like you said you were going to. Okay. I look, well, I I look forward to blowing up at my PlayStation and changing my team. <laughs> All right. So I've got um, I've got the three pieces of paper. You're going to have to trust me. A bit of a um... oh, like we're supposed to trust Yuffie. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right. So first pick. <laughs> First pick, we'll do that. We'll I'll pull them out and then um, we can go through the draft. So the first pick is, in fact, Sean. Oh, no. Uh, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see who he gets left with. Um, the next pick is Diamond. Yes. And I think, I think it's the dud pick, but I could be wrong. Third and fourth. I don't know. I, I would have, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my pick. I think there's yeah. two guys I want. Now, so I'm I'm first and last now. Is that right? You are first. Correct. You do know the system. 
You do know how. I've worked it out. I've worked it out. I'm nervous. No clues. You figured it out. So I, I've done a bit of I've done a um, I've got a draft board here. Like I, I've got if I get the first pick, this is who I'm going to take. If I get the second pick, these are the two options I want. And if I've got third, we'll see what happens. But um, my list is purely plagiarized from Reddit. So um, really, I, I'm going emotionally here. I changed. <laughs> I changed. I changed my sixth pick to the seventh. So they had my well, sixth. You, pick. you swapped Vincent and Kate Sith round, did you? Uh, look, look, I'm not, uh, not divulging <laughs> what my list is. All right. Sean, um, yours please. Oh, just before actually you, you draft, it'd be interesting to see whether you, you're going off, um, their stats, you know, like what's his vitality or, uh, whether you're going from a story perspective. Sean, you seem like a bit of a story perspective person. I'm a hundred percent story. First of all, I don't know what vitality is. And second, secondly, I am I'm a hundred percent story. Like if I play other games and I'm using a walkthrough and it says if you use this character, there's a better interaction. Then I'll use that character. Mm, mm, nice. Um, Only one pick for you then, isn't there? Tifa. First pick. First pick, Tifa. Good pick. Solid. Yeah, I, look, I think I, I know that you guys are playing on Steam or whatever, but I think also the one thing that I thought about Tifa was that limit break, which can be a chore. But if I'm going to play it on the PS4, I'm going to back my 34-year-old reflexes mm. and maybe my 35-year-old reflexes because this could take a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, so will you be wanting to take Tifa on a date or will you be trying to get Barrett for a date? I'm taking Tifa on daughter? a date. This is why I've picked Tifa. I ship Cloud and Tifa, as they say. As the kids say. As the the, the kids. So Tifa's off the board. Just just um, was not the number one person on my board. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, look. <laughs> um, I hope this is not the uh, trailblazers um, deciding not to select Michael Jordan. Um, the 84 draft here, Sam Bowie, of course. Um, I don't think this character is Sam Bowie. I'm going to pick Barrett. Yeah. Mm. That's my number one pick. pick. That's my number one pick. Yeah, my that was, pick. that's my number two pick. But I'm an old romantic, you see. Of course. No, I can't can't fault you for that. Um, how are you feeling about Barrett? Second pick. Right. We needed a bit of diversity in our squad, so um, really happy. Really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really, I, I think he's got a real good last limit break from memory. He does. He does. Um, and and he's a real good ranger. You know, like, it doesn't matter as much. But, you know, he um, he's quite powerful. And if mm. you work hard at the game, the, the stats, I don't think the stats matter enough. Um, if, as long as you're taking huge damage. Personally. You telling me red being the best at vitality is not going to matter. But I, I don't want to tell you anything about red. <laughs> uh, well, you should be telling us stuff about red because Sam and I, when we played it for the first time, for some reason couldn't figure out that red X111 meant red 13. So we called him red 11 for about five days or more. Uh, oh, longer I, than I, that. I immediately forgot that his name was Red Thirteen because I always named him after whatever dog I had at the time. <laughs> oh, that—that's something that needs to be talked about. 
is really they name the name character. characters oh, about how many times it. Sean Strife what beat Sephiroth. <laughs> we we should refer to him as Nanaki, um, but Red Eleven will but. do. <laughs> <laughs> so I really thought Barrett was going to drop to me there. Um, well, who did you think Simon was going to go? Red no, be good. No, I, I didn't think. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna get Tifa at three. Um, because I thought you would take Sid, and I'll take Sid instead at three. Oh, I thought Sid was gonna be my guy at six. <laughs> you having a laugh, mate? I thought you didn't like Sid. Sid was high up my board. Look, just throwing oh, it out there. That... I've never played with Sid because he's an asshole. Um, a bit of theme going on with these characters here. <laughs> um, speaking of assholes, uh, my fourth pick. I'm going to take no. Yuppie. Yeah, oh, you, wow. That bastard. Well, I, I, hope, I hope you don't fuck up getting here. <laughs> so, yeah, that will come in handy when we talk about walkthroughs. Um, yeah, so I know Sid's like... Good HP. Um, I think he's got a real good last limit break. The high um, wind last limit break is phenomenal. Like, yeah. not only does it take heaps of damage, but calling in your ship to bomb the enemy. Yo, <laughs> this is phenomenal. I do revel at when he's fighting, he has a dart hanging out of his mouth. Much like Scott Bonner <laughs> has a dart hanging out of his mouth when he has a net at the cricket club. Um, yeah, I... I don't like how he treats Shearer. Um, no. Oh, mate, I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> Surely you know who Sid is. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, Sid was a pilot. He was a pilot. I think the real interesting thing about Sid is when I played Final Fantasy VII, I thought Sid was a real old ducker. <laughs> but having watched Advent Children and um, he's not in the remake yet, but just seen him in other, in other forms of media, He's not, he's not that much older than the rest of the team. Um, so, Sid Highwind. Yeah, named after his plane. Over under 39.5 years old. Under. Over under. Under. 32. Oh, he's younger well, than us. Younger than us. <laughs> uh, yeah. I not younger than you, Sam. Exactly your age. Yeah, he's born a bit, uh, bit uh, after me. For our first live recording, I'd like you to do it with a durry hanging out of your mouth. Thanks, Sid. <laughs> yeah, so Sid and Yuffie, I'm happy with that. I think Yuffie's good at magic. Um, and I think yeah, she's got she a decent steals one. it all, bitch. Mm. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit befuddled now, my pick. Because. So people said there were lots of good things about Vincent um, on Reddit forums because I can't really remember anything. But apparently, one of his limits you can't control him. He just like flips out all the time. It's all, all of, of his all of his limits you can't control. All of his limits. And then at some point, if he's confused, then he can attack your people, your party, as it were. If he's on his limit break, and someone gives him confusion, he could wipe your team out. Yeah, basically, just, basically, if you, if you're in a boss battle, you can't yeah. use his limit. Yeah, so that was that was the reason I didn't end up going with him. 
just because I don't have the wherewithal or the know-how to actually sort of counteract that confusion. Um, and I know I won't be able to do that. So, so the other two options, of course, are Red 13 or Red 11, as he likes to be called. Uh, <laughs> Kate Sith. And I just can't bring myself to go Kate Sith. So I don't think this is a very smart decision. It's based purely on nostalgia. But hey, we wish it was the 90s. So uh, I'm going to go with Red 11. Yeah, that's a good pick. As much as I hate Yuffie for what she does to the team, <laughs> there is no character who I despise more than Kate Sith. <laughs> his, his placement on this team makes... Oh, oh, sorry, his placement in this game literally takes me out of it. You know, like it... I understand... Golden Saucer, I'm all about it. He's mm. part of that world or whatever, and he, I don't know, this this weird plot line, he's working for Shinra, he, he dies, there's a Kate Sith... I don't know, it's really confusing. And so for that reason... I'm going to have to carry that loser, Vincent. <laughs> worst limit break. <laughs> but it is a really good limit break, right? Like, if he's not confused. It's good early on because he just carves up and rips rips people apart. But, yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I got to Sephiroth and I was carrying him because I suffered from new character syndrome. Sure. Where sure. every time I got a new character, they were part of my team. Mm. And... I was bad. I was terrible, you know. I wasn't even level 100. And I went with a limit break and took one of my three characters out of the game. Mm. Well, I'm going to have to face those demons. Because <laughs> I will not be Kate Sith. He sucks. Yeah. I would have taken Kate over Vincent. I yeah, thought I about think, it. I think that's a smart move, but also he just sucks. Like, just morally, it's hard to take Kate Sith. I, I agree with the decision. I reckon, like, I was 10 years playing the game before I realized that it was the little cat on top of that white thing. Oh, same. Yep, same. Well, when you told me that uh, this time last week, that was the first time I realized that. So, uh, <laughs> yes, that, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I reckon it was probably watching Advent Children and seeing him talk on top of that white thing and going, yeah. Ah, oh, there's something on that white thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also not exactly a um, huge passing grade for the graphics uh, when we didn't even realise there was something on top of the fat thing. In saying that, now that I've thought about it a little bit, I would be interested to... I, I, he might not even be an option, though, but you know how when you're at the Golden Saucer and you, you're doing the snowboarding and every now and then one of your characters will pop out and be like, hey, mate, how about I have a go? I'd love to see Kate Sith do the snowboarding. Yeah, but I just don't think I don't think they'd I don't think they'd run that cutter. I'd love to know. Let us know. Let us know on the slacks, and we'll check it when we finish this thing in yeah. twenty three. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I think Instagram. the thing. I think when I figured it out was you know how you like can select your party. Yes, and they've got the little squares that I was like their little faces, mm. and it was like of of a little black cat. Yes. I guess I and just that, wasn't paying attention to him at all. What is that white thing? Is it like a Choco Mog or a Mog or a... Yeah, I, the, look, there's it's things like... It's a Mog like, that he magically brought to life or something, apparently. I just, just looked it up then. 
so it's like a by the cat. I mean the cat. The cat. The the, the cat magically brought the mog to life. I mean, look, this what is was a great it before game. that? This is a great game, but it's a weak, it's a weak story point or character or something, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And he does a betrayal, and it's hard to care because if you were really in control of the game, you would have looked at that little cat on top of that big white day puff marshmallow man and gone, mate. <laughs> You're not making the team. You gotta go. You gotta go play for the reserves this week. <laughs> so, just in uh, in summary, uh, we've got Sean's going through with uh, Tifa and Vincent. Tifa. So, did you ever call her Tifa? I did, a hundred percent for like ten years. Mm, yeah, a guy who I went to primary school with called uh, called her Tifa. Um, no good. Tifa and Vincent. Um, Simon's going with Barrett and Red. Probably my favourite, uh, my favourite crew of of all three of ours. And I've got Sid and Yuffie. Have any of you ever heard of the Final Fantasy VII spinoff, Dirge <laughs> of Cerberus? No, I don't know much about it, but it's from Vincent's point of view, and I think it's like a third-person shooter. Yeah. yeah, I won't be playing it. <laughs> Lu- Lucretia's an interesting character who we'll get into. Unless the patrons give us $100. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that brings us to our last sort of talking point, um, to walk through or not to walk through. I think the first time, I don't even think, I don't even know if walkthroughs were a thing. Oh, I'm, really, I'm really interested in hearing Simon's uh, understanding of the walkthrough hotline. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my theory on walkthroughs. I think that... not sure if this is the case of Final Fantasy, because I think Final Fantasy is doable without a walkthrough. I don't... It's not easy, and I think you don't maybe maximise certain things, but I think it's still possible, but... Sam and I also grew up on adventure games like uh, Day of the Tentacle and uh, Monkey Island. And those games were, I mean, I refuse to believe that anybody could do those games without a walkthrough. They're just outrageously hard. And my theory is, and I might be wrong, but when you bought those games, there was an 0900 number on on the back and you would ring this hotline to, um, you know, ask, oh, how do I get past this point or something like that? And I reckon that's how they made lots of money, um, was making really hard games and having 0900 number hotlines um, where you would ring and ask how to get past a certain point. Um, Your parents probably, would go, what's this? what's this on the phone bill? <laughs> it was probably patently untrue, but um, that was my theory and I'm sticking to it. I'm into it. I, I I don't I don't I kind of I know I had walkthroughs to complete this game, but maybe not the first time. Like as I said, I was Vincent and I was honking, so maybe <laughs> that's why. Yeah. But but I I I know for a fact that when I bought eight, it came with a a, a, a magazine walkthrough from wow. Gamesman or whoever it was, and and it was great. And I wonder if subsequently. 
because I played seven, then eight, and then back to seven a few times. I played nine, never finished it. But I wonder if the internet was more of a thing. Yeah. But when seven came out the first time, that was like barely a thing. Yeah, I'm going to say that they were definitely around because Sam and I, I, w- I went to this kid's house like r- crazy early, like 95 or 94, like real early, and he had the internet. He was looking at a walkthrough for Day of the Tentacle in like 95. So Who was that? They were around, but they just weren't much like the internet, right? They were around, but they weren't mainstream like they were in the late 90s, early 2000s. Who was that looking at walkthroughs in the 1995? Uh, McDermott. Mark McDermott, shit. Oh, I think those. you were talking about Australian fastballer Craig McDermott. Craig McDermott, yeah. Well, this kid also wore uh, copious amounts of zinc every day to school. Um, <laughs> so they had some similarities. So I think I enjoy reading walkthroughs. I, 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 that sounds really nerdy and weird of me. Um, but some of them are quite humorous. Um I yeah, so I'll, I'll I probably won't like follow a walkthrough full on, but I will definitely have one that I'll dip into, read a little bit, and then just kind of play along. Um, I just don't like missing stuff. Um, yeah, I hate missing stuff. And if I'm not walking through, I'm spending so much time checking every single corner. Yeah, um, I've played I a think few I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it like the remake, how I did the remake, where I'll give it a good crack, and if I if I, if I if I'm stuck, or I'm just panicking, yeah. you know, like train graveyard, straight to a, straight to the IGN walkthrough. I was definitely that was definitely a time where I used the walkthrough because it's like I can't be bothered checking which ladders go where and which you know where I can get to and stuff and just pain in the ass doing all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I I think those those. I think we're all kind of in a similar position on the walkthrough, which is not good. Not good podcasting, <laughs> but um, no, I think we all kind of agree with each other a little bit, right? Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a red hot go of not using it because I'll, I'm I'm back in my my recent remake knowledge. Sure. But what's interesting is the remake's quite different, but because I can't remember the original, I really don't know how. Except for the very obvious differences, which maybe when we finish seven, we can do a remake episode where I blow your minds with the weird changes. <laughs> I think it, I think it'd be good to do that along the way, and um, I think it'd be good to have your perspective in the Midgar part anyway. Um, and yeah, just... certainly that's where the remake stops, doesn't it? Yeah, and so I, far. I'll I'll be using. Um, game FAQs, just like to shout out to a uh, walkthrough that I used probably about five years ago, right, written by Steve. Uh, yes, Steve. There's also, Steve. I think, apathet- Apathetic Aardvark is a good one. Um, so just uh, screw your IGN, go to game FAQs, Sean. All right. All right. Um, so any, any parting words or comments? Well, for me, I'm just excited about um, playing the game and sneaking around behind my wife's back like I'm having an affair, but really I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, so that's going to be good fun. And, that sounds uh, like a meme. <laughs> Sean? Uh, look, I've got, I've got, I'm very excited. 
I'm also nervous about keeping up. I think committing to the PlayStation format limits me. But sure. this is this is my favorite game. Mm. You know, so I'm pretty excited to have a and and I'm, I'm from my point of view, I'm looking forward to playing this game and then going, oh, you know, ah, the remake really veered from this point of the game or, you know, like those comparisons. Well, because I've got to say that I think, that, I know some people have whatever they want to have with the remake, but I, I loved it. From, I'm, from, getting, I'm gathering that. Well, from my point of view, like there's a few story changes, but other than that, it's, it's just, I'm about the story, right? Mm. And it's just, it's just, it's just the story with better graphics and a and a way different battle mechanic. As far as I'm, as far as the mode that I played it on, I think you can make it similar, but it's way different. It's not turn based. I think I'm looking forward to uh, obviously playing the game, but podcasting. We'll, I think we've all got very, very different. We'll have different perspectives. Um, Simon, obviously having not played it in whew, 15 years 20 um, at 20 yeah so um, I think that'll be quite interesting and obviously having Sean's perspective on the remake particularly in the Midgar or obviously in the Midgar part so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll play through the um, to the end of the Midgar until we get onto the world map and then we'll, um, we'll meet back and podcast about that part phenomenal so, sounds good perfect can't wait. Thanks for listening. Um, enjoy playing with Vincent, Sean. Okay, insert special sign-off here. <laughs> <laughs>